Listener Production. Hey mate, you know that I love Jess Rowe. She's a newsreader icon. She's the presenter of Jess Rowe's Big Talk podcast on Listener. She joined me a while back for a chat and I wanted to share the part that stuck out the most. She talked to me about her experience with postnatal depression. This is the story of when she told her partner, Peter Overton. I spoke to Petey and that was, I reckon, the hardest conversation of my life because I'd hidden it from him. At the time, you know, he, he's a news presenter for Channel 9. Some of your listeners m- might know him from that. Previously, he was a reporter for 60 Minutes. So he was away for up to six months of the year. So in those early days, he was away a lot and I was able to hide what was happening. So when he'd come home, I'd put on my brave face again and then he'd go off and travel and I'd fall apart. And so I was... Yeah, he was had no idea what was going on. And then I thought he was coming home this particular weekend and I really thought, I've made my mum this promise, I have to do something. So I cooked his favourite meal, and which was the chicken schnitzel with panko. Well, actually, it was before I discovered panko breadcrumbs. They make a really good <laughs> crunchy schnitzel. So it was before I discovered... They do. It. So it was before the joy of the panko, but it was chicken schnitzel, mashed potato. He loved that. I had Rocky Road in the fridge. We had dinner. And then I kept putting off the conversation, as you do sometimes with hard things. You go, oh, after this, after totally. this. I thought, okay, totally. after we eat the Rocky Road, after we finish watching the telly. And I couldn't put it off for much longer. And then we were talking and Petey said, he calls me Pussycat because I'm a crazy cat lady. He said, oh, Pussycat, I'm so proud of you. You, um, you know, you're doing so well and it's all so good. And I thought, God, now's my chance. So I took a deep breath and I said, Petey, I'm not. I'm, I'm really frightened. I'm really frightened that I have postnatal depression. And then Petey being the beautiful man that he is, what he did to Rhea was that he took me into his arms and he said to me, it's going to be okay. And and that is what I needed to hear that night. I didn't need to hear, as often well-meaning people might say to someone who comes to them to ask for help, don't be so ridiculous, you're imagining it, so-and-so is far worse off, what about what's happening on the other side of the world, you'll be right. No. That is not helpful. If, totally. If someone, and you know this, if someone is brave enough, and I think it's the bravest thing you can do to ask for help, is brave enough to come and say, I need help, listen. You, you don't have to come up with the solution then and there, but listen to them. And because of Petey's response, I started the, even then to feel a little bit of weight come off my shoulders and that weight, it got lighter and lighter as then Petey did slip into Mr. Fix-It mode, as I think sometimes, <laughs> you know, blokes do, and that's okay. <laughs> but he was like, right, okay, we're going to ring the doctor tomorrow, we're going to do this and blah, blah, blah. And and it was good that he did that. So I saw my doctor the very next day. I thought she was going to say to me, right, you're going to hospital, we're taking your baby. But she said to me, yeah, that's what I thought. She said, no, you you know, clearly you are very unwell, but I'm going to, I've organised for you to see a specialist psychiatrist in postnatal depression 
And I was lucky that I then was able to see her the very next day. So two days after I asked for help, I was able to get the right help. And I'll never Amazing. Yeah, and I'll never Amazing. never forget when I went in to see my psychiatrist for the first time, I put on my brightest dress, wore my brightest lipstick because there was still that part of me thinking, oh, I'll keep up the facade. And I sat down and the first thing she said to me was, you can stop pretending now. And again, you know, a bit more weight came off my shoulders because I, she was giving me permission to be me. And then I poured my heart out to her. I told her everything. And I thought that she was going to say to me, you are a crazy lady. And she didn't. She said, but that's normal. And I went, normal? That is not normal. She said, it is normal for someone who has postnatal depression. And yet again, some more weight came off my shoulders because she was validating what I was feeling. She was putting a name to it. She was removing some of that shame that I felt, some of that stigma and some of that sense of failure. So it wasn't as if I was suddenly, okay, there by the end of that first appointment. It was a lot of work. I went on medication. I still take medication. And I'm still a work in progress, as we all are. But that was the beginning of me embracing my imperfection and my vulnerability. And it it was sort of – and even though it was a terrible time – I'm I'm in a strange way. I'm grateful that it happened because I wouldn't be who I am today without that happening to me. Thanks for listening to Terea Pitt's Pep Talk. Follow to get new pep talks every day. Listener.